in the final analysis, a lot of us talk faith, read about faith. But it's a difference in living it every day of your life. Get up in faith. Lie down in faith. Travel in faith. Wherever you go, it's nothing but a faith life. Everything about us is faith. Welcome to Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. We invite you to stay tuned for a life-changing word. You know, there's much talk today about lifestyles. Well, in this particular message, I want to talk about the lifestyle of faith. That is, living by faith. Therefore, my theme will be contending for the faith. Hi, and welcome to Concepts for Living. It's a privilege to come to you with another message from God's Word. Stay tuned. You will be blessed. So open your Bibles and let's go into the book of 1 Timothy chapter 6. But thou, O man of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and meekness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto thou art also called and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. I give thee charge in the sight of God who quickeneth all things and before Christ Jesus who before Pontius Pilate witnessed a good confession that thou keep this commandment without spot, unrebukable until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. Look at someone and say to that person, let us contend for the faith. In the outset, let me just indicate that Christianity is not a statutory religion. Karl Marx had for the communists a book that represented statutory requirements. You and I are blessed to have a book that goes beyond statutory requirements. Our faith requires that we live it. Our faith requires that we have a certain lifestyle. So much so that even if nothing was written, we're still required to live according to what God has declared to be our lifestyle. We are 
those who live by faith. The word faith here is the word pistis. And it means belief. It's more than reading literature. It's believing it and then living it. Christian living is really Christian faith. And Christian faith requires faith living. We don't have faith just because we want a new car or a better job. We, 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 don't, we don't exercise faith just because we want to be able to advance with things. We live faith, lifestyle, because this is the life that we have been required by God to live. That's why Paul could say, I know in whom I have be, and I'm persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. I know the just shall live by and the just shall by faith live. Let me say it again. The just shall live by faith and the just shall by faith live. It's about living it. That's why we walk by and not by It's a faith lifestyle. Now it's easily said than done. For without faith, it's impossible. So we can read all we want, write all we want, but without the exercising of faith, belief, conviction, to the extent that it becomes manifested in our behavior. In our functionality, in our thought life. Not just something for Sunday morning, but for every day of our lives. I'm glad you're listening. Because in the final analysis, a lot of us talk faith, read about faith, but it's a difference in living it. Every day of your life. Get up in faith. Lie down in faith. Travel in faith. Wherever you go, it's nothing but a faith life. Everything about us is faith. Paul in his writing made it very plain. As he speaks with Timothy, his young son in the gospel. Now you're going to notice a few things. I hope that these salient points will help you to appreciate your privilege. I certainly have come to a fresh awareness of my privilege to walk in this world living by faith. So in his first epistle, what we have is Paul talking with Timothy. He's giving him some instruction. But if you'll notice that he sets it up 
by way of contrast. For example, if you read from verse 1 to 10, you're going to see there that he sets a profile of contrast to living the life of faith. He first talks about those false teachers. And he tells Timothy that there are some false teachers that are declaring some things that are not gospel truth. So be careful that you do not entertain all the information that's being released to you and released around you. False teachers with their doctrines of unwholesomeness and uh, uh, words uh, that have no godliness in them. You'll find all of this in the, in the uh, earlier verses. And then he says that many of them are falling into hurtful lust and even destruction because they have a love for money. And they, they, they give themselves in the pursuit of things and they are under the impression that a man's life consists in the abundance of things he possesses. And Paul is saying to Timothy, don't live like that. He goes on to say that they also will discover that the love of money is the root of all evil. They have erred from the faith. Got that? They have erred from the faith. And he said, and they are pierced through with many sorrows. There are people who are suffering sorrows needlessly. All because they are bent on living life their way. You and I don't have that right. In fact, we didn't give life. You and I are blessed every morning to get up because of God's new mercy. You may put on your best stuff and step out into the world and say, here I am. But you wouldn't have been able to do that had God not sent you some mercy. You got up this morning not because your alarm clock went off. You got up because God said, wake up. And God has blessed you and I to rise daily, to go about doing our business and carrying out our affairs. But in the midst of it all, we better be realize that the lifestyle is not ours to choose. Once we become his property, once we become his followers, once we become truly Christian, then there is a lifestyle already set out there. And what we have to do is to comply with that. Somebody will say something after a while. So Paul says, watch them. Guard against them. Because in all of their false teaching, they are surmising things and they are teaching things and that they're involved with things that have nothing to do with godliness. So Paul gives Timothy admonition. Admonition. Let's look at it. 
The admonition I'm talking about is the fact that verse 11 begins this way. But thou, O man of God, flee these things. See it? And follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and meekness. Let this be your pursuit. Let this be your ambition. Let this be your function. Let this be your lifestyle. But thou, O oh man of God. You know, when I read that, I said, oh my, isn't that amazing? Because what Paul is trying to do is to tell Timothy, Timothy, the best life you could ever live is to walk by faith. Live by faith. Operate by faith. <laughs> you want a job? Use your faith. You want a degree? Use your faith. Whatever you are looking for, whatever you're in pursuit of, do it out of your faith life. The three points of this message, the admonition. Live the faith lifestyle. Two, the acquisition. That is, there are some things you'll never receive until you activate your faith. And then number three, the actualization. Actualizing it to the extent that you profess it. Stay tuned. You'll be blessed. I can change my situation by releasing my faith. I don't care what your situation, you gotta, you gotta get away from doubting people. Get away from vision busting people. Get away from people who can only find something wrong in you. Get around people who are gonna, gonna esteem you. Get around people who, who are going to encourage you. Get around people who are going to say, oh, don't worry. You, it's it's going to work. I, I, I don't understand it, but, but if you believe it, I'm going to get with you. I know what I'm talking about. So flee. And then follow. Did you notice that? Now, let me read it for you then. He says, flee these things. And follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. You see it? Verse 11. Now, now watch this. Now, the, 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 the fleeing and the following leads to fighting. You didn't get that. Three Fs. You got it? Flee people who are Promoting false stuff. Follow after faith. And fight for it. You have to fight for it. And the reason why is because if you will find anybody around you today, if, if no other time, they will find more wrong with you than right with you. They'll look for your faults, for your weaknesses. They will try to rip you apart. And if they don't have a justification for it, they will conjure up something. Uh, you don't have to say nothing to me now. He gives him an admonition. Say an admonition. He said, fight what? The good fight of faith. 
You may lose a lot of stuff, but brethren, don't lose your faith. Folk may take a lot of stuff from you, but fight and make sure they don't take your faith from you. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. When Geshem and Tobiah and Sambalat, and they're still around, by the way, some of them in this church. Sambalat, Geshem, and Tobiah, they were set that no matter what Nehemiah did, they found fault with it. When he got the wall half built up, they came out and said, you know what? That ain't nothing. I got dogs who can knock that down. This is the word. But Nehemiah said to the people, don't be afraid. God will fight with us. Watch this. So you start fighting for your wives, for your children, for your family, for your houses. It's all there in the book of Nehemiah. Some things will never come to you unless you fight for it. Come on, somebody. You got to fight, particularly in the atmosphere of self-governance. And when people believe that everything happens because they made it happen. Today, you and I have to understand that God gets his greatest glory when we admit, I don't know how it happened. But I know it did. And that's why it's an awesome admonition. Look at it even further in your life. But I will tell you this. I hear the psalmist saying to me, I would have fainted. I would have fallen out. I would have given up. I would have been crushed had I not believed to see. Come on, somebody. The goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. But I thank God that if I don't have anything else, I got faith. And your faith will be rewarded because faith pleases God. Well, I sincerely trust that you've been blessed and inspired by this message and that you'll begin to live, if you haven't begun already, live the faith lifestyle. Therefore, you'll be able to declare like St. Paul, we walk by faith and not by sight. Until next time, when we shall come to you with more concepts for living, may God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.